Welcome to the Everyday Ministry Podcast, where ministers get together to discuss everyday ministry. Welcome to the Everyday Ministry Podcast. We're a podcast where everyday ministers get together to discuss ministry. This is James White, the pastor at Lighthouse Community Church in the metropolis of Vernon, Alabama. Metro. And this is Jamie Owens, a church member at Lighthouse Community Church. He has the best pastor out there. And the best beard on the podcast. That's right. This is Daniel Brown, and I am the student pastor at Calera Baptist Church, not to be mistaken for a person who has become is a student to become a pastor. I am a student <laughs> pastor, pastor to students. I've actually has, that, that one time. I'm not kidding. Or I said, as I'm a student many pastor. And someone asked me, like you're a stu- you're a student of the pastors? No, 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 no. So, <laughs> or as I, many I people, you have to make sure you clarify that, huh? Right. Or as many people refer to them as half pastors. Yeah. Or mm. fake pastors. Yeah. Or director of trips and games. I've been called that too. Oh. Babysitter. Babysitter. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do dodgeball and provide pizza and your job's done with, right? Yep. And Mountain Dew. Yeah. Don't forget Mountain Dew. And Mountain Dew. Yeah. Mountain Dew. Yeah. 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 Well, guys, <laughs> how's everything been going to the fake pastor or student <laughs> of pastors? I'll get that started, man. I'll get that started. No, things have been good. I've just been... Taking it one day at a time. Had had lots going on here and there. Uh, nothing major, just typical busyness. Had a quick uh, few day trip to Denver, Colorado, with with our pastor and our mission pastor um, this last week, and uh, had a great time. We got to um, got to go to a Colorado Rockies game. Don't don't even tell me. I'm about to be jealous because I don't yeah. remember why you went. So yeah. And then we also went to a museum out there where they were having an exhibit there just for like maybe like a three-month period of uh, the Dead Sea Scrolls. And so I got to go mm. out there and see the Dead Sea Scrolls, and that was really, really cool um, getting to see that. It's very surreal when you when you stand face-to-face with a document like that. Um, so that was very neat to get to look at that. And then came, came on back home Friday night, got back home late Friday night, and had a good weekend. But... Um, you know, just getting geared up for the fall. We got a lot going on. I think I've already shared on previous episodes all that we've got going on with our student ministry and just trying to get things ramped up, get our leaders trained, get get ready and, and focused and hit the ground running uh, for the fall semester. Now, my, my wife used to live in Colorado. Is it as beautiful out there as she tells me it is? Um, it is, man. Colorado is really cool. Like, but I will say I was a little disappointed <laughs> when we got to the airport and then you look outside, all you see is flat land. It's like Texas. I mean, it is as really? flat as it gets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were thinking that we may have landed in the wrong airport. Um, but then when you look off it in the distance, like, you oh, see rocky mountains. like they're like painted in the distance. It was beautiful. Really? We didn't actually get to go to the mountains, but from Denver, 
anywhere in Denver, you can you can see the mountains off in the distance, which was very neat. But it was beautiful, yeah. And the weather was even better. It was awesome. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Is is the weather's awesome out there? Yeah. Anyway, uh, my week's been going good. Uh, we're still waiting on baby number two. We are uh, pretty close to having her, so we're actually just waiting on that. We will possibly have Ali Rose Owens here by the time this one drops, but if not, it should be not much uh, longer after that, so we're looking forward to that. But everything's been going good on my end. Uh, we're just uh, excited for that and getting ready for that. Well, I'm just getting back from vacation with some friends of ours. Uh, had the opportunity and joy to go to Gatlinburg in North, North Carolina with a real good friend of mine, Josh Elliott. I, mm. He's been on the podcast one time before. It's like our second or third episode. He actually proposed to his girlfriend, which is now his fiance. And good. so we she went out yes. there. Good thing. She said, yes. She said, yes. Oh, that, that would have been I awful. <laughs> I, I don't know why she said yes, but yeah, no kidding. Um, you would just have to know Josh, but no, I'm playing. He, I'm just going to say, he looked really good in those pictures. Yeah, so she's he, she's he got looked, him working out, so he's losing a lot yeah, of weight. Yeah, I noticed that. He's, yeah. He looked pretty fly for a white guy. I know. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, yeah, we're just getting back from that. So, enjoyed that time away and um, just to have a little vacation from life itself. But we move into the conversation tonight. This is something. Then I'm going to have Jamie them have the baby because I'm about to actually go on a hospital visit. I don't have to do too many of those. As a pastor of a church of uh, majority 30s and unders, I don't do many hospital visits. Bring us Moe's. Huh? Bring us Moe's to the hospital. Bring you Moe's to the hospital? Yes. I ain't bring you nothing. Uh, bring you a diaper. That's what I'm going to bring you. And that's the pastor but, of Lighthouse Community Church, everyone, just so you know. That's right. Um I ain't bringing him Moe's. I may get myself some Moe's, <laughs> but actually Taco Casa, Tuscaloosa. No, absolutely not, man. I, uh, I hate both, Taco Casa. Y'all both can get out of here with that. Uh, what's Corey at when you need him? Crystals. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know they tore down the one in Tuscaloosa. They didn't tear it down. They they, they uh, built a new one in the place. Okay. Anyway, let's let's get all of this, this Satan talk <laughs> out of the way. We all know crystals is from the devil because, I mean, who wants soggy <laughs> bread? But anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to announce my resignation from the Everyday Men <laughs> podcast. Well, if that's what separates us, you can go ahead and go, brother. But anyway, as we kind of move into the, the topic for this week's episode, I wanted to share a quote with you all. And it's from our beloved co-host, Chris Norsworthy. And he says, Chris cannot... Uh, make it because he is struggling to balance work, family, and ministry. And so the struggle is real. We're going to be talking about this evening, really how to balance all of life. Really, as we think of the subject, it's got ministry, you got work, you got friends, family, kids, wives that can just hobbies Hmm. uh, for us five or four, if you include don't include Corey. We got podcasting we have to do and just so much stuff that goes on <laughs> in this life. And we just want to talk about the difficulties of it and try to give some advice on how to manage it. Now, we are not experts, as Daniel's about to kind of lead into telling you, uh, we're not experts in this, so we're still trying to figure it out too. So 
as we get into it, uh, I think Daniel's wanting to share a story with us all and kind of tell us about his day today. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, How's it's that not been? as much a story as it is just kind of truly. I mean, the, the this first part of the episode is so appropriately named. The struggle is absolutely real. Um, today has just kind of been one of those days where you have you know a hundred things on your plate and not near enough time to get it all done, and so you have to juggle. But between uh, work and uh, ministry meeting that I have with a fellow youth pastor in town and covering having to go and pay a bill on our on our apartment that we just moved out of getting that out of the way and then coming home and helping cook dinner and into the dishwasher and get get our daughter fed and uh, luckily my wife was generous enough to take her and bathe her and do all that kind of stuff so that I could be here with you guys on the podcast but you know just it's just kind of one of those things that is, you know, you want to make sure that you're not neglecting the things that matter the most. And this podcast is important to me, but at the same time, helping Allie cook dinner and take care of Charlie has got to take priority. And so just really trying to figure out what's an appropriate balance is, is a difficult thing. And that's on the everyday basis. That's not just on the day where we're going to be re- recording a podcast episode. Um, but I can confidently tell you that uh, every day, Something something new is, is being put on my plate, whether it be by myself or by my pastor or, or, or a church member or a, a student or work itself, whatever it might be. It's, it's always something that's that's being put on your calendar that you have to try to figure out how to incorporate it without it interfering with the things that matter most. Man, you tell us that and I, I'm sitting back and I'm just thinking about just the last few years of my life and I really think back to um, it was... December to February of I think it was 2016 and 17 and at that point our church we were renting a building and we had bought a piece of land and we were getting some units donated by the Alabama Baptist uh, Convention to for our church buildings and that was that that season of time it really went to about May of when we were setting up the buildings and the whole process of uh, cutting down the trees buying the land uh, getting everything ready to move the buildings in, move the buildings in, and get everything ready at that point. And I look back on that moment of my life. It was also my last semester in my bachelor's program, and I took 15 hours that semester on top of moving buildings, on top of teaching Sunday morning and Wednesday night and uh, trying to have a relationship with my wife. And I, I look back, and I really don't remember January to May of that year. <laughs> uh, and I, I, I say that – it almost sounds like I'm joking, but I really don't because I remember it was about a month ago. Me and Sarah was talking about something that went on in that, that month. There's five months span. And she was like, you don't remember that? And I was like, no, I don't remember <laughs> that. We were at McDonald's and Jack's and Subway six nights a week that, that time span in our life. <laughs> and that's not just because we're lazy. It's like I was at the church until like eight o'clock almost every night in those five months. And, you know. And that was only a five-month span where I had to deal with that. But I think as we're talking about this and we're kind of bringing up this conversation, I think everybody out there can think of those moments in their life. If they're a pastor, a youth pastor, if they're a paid minister on staff, or even uh, if they're just a church member and just volunteering their time to the church, they can all think of some time where it's just like, life got super busy and how, how, how do I manage and balance these moments? Yeah. And I, I think about my own life and the fact that, 
I work nine hour days, four days a week, and I work a half day on Friday, but I also live an hour away from where I work. So basically 12 hours of the day is spent uh, traveling, working, traveling back home. And so that uses up a pretty big portion of my day, and, and I have to really be um, very intentional about how I use the other probably four or five hours that I have in the day before I have to get in the bed to get ready for the next day. And I know that uh, right now it, it's a very stressful time for me and my family, learning how to balance that. But it's also a time where I'm learning better how to do such things, how I need to schedule my day in uh, balancing uh, family, balancing work, balancing uh, studying God's word, praying, whatever it may be, balancing all these different things that I have to do in order to get that within a 24-hour cycle. Yeah, I mean, even right now, the three of us are, are I don't want to use the word neglecting, but the three of us are sacrificing time with our families, even in this moment, to, in order to record this podcast. So, I mean, there's, there's, it doesn't matter how you skin it, how you tear it down, how you put it back together. You, there is a sacrifice that is being made every moment that you decide to do something in your daily life, whether it be, you know, the only time that I would say that something is not being quote unquote sacrificed is when you're spending time with your family. Yeah. Um, because that is the most important thing that you can do as yeah. a husband and as a father. And I don't disagree with you there by no stretch of the imagination, but even that can become idealistic in our in our mindset at times where we can spend all of our time doing that when we need to be doing other things as well so there has to be a balance in everything that we do in this life yeah. Yeah. i mean because yeah. i mean you can spend all all the time with your family but if you don't go to your job and make a living right i yeah. mean you're yeah. not gonna i guess what i meant by that is not that you were attending to correct me but to make sure that that there's clear understanding what i meant by that is I don't find myself having enough time to spend with my family to ever get to that point where I feel like yeah. I am sacrificing something else because every time I have to sit down with my family in the living room and just be together, I feel like, man, this is past due. Yeah. You know? And I probably get more time than a lot of husbands and fathers do with my family because of the nature of my, of my job, of what I do. Um, but even then I still feel like I need more because just because I'm there physically doesn't, always mean that I'm there mentally. Sometimes yeah. I've got my computer open in front of me because I'm working on a lesson for Wednesday night. Sometimes I'm planning for next month or whatever it might be. I mean, you never know what it is, but just because I'm there physically doesn't necessarily mean that I'm always 100% of the time there mentally. Man, I think that's the biggest struggle when it comes to bivocational ministry or anything of that nature is um, I think we're, we're here often physically, but it's not the that we're, there, we're not there mentally at times. I mean, and I think people struggle with that naturally with the day of technology we live in generally with cell phones and always texting or addressing kind of issues and, and what's going on, checking emails, that we can always be there physically and not be there mentally. And it's so easy to fall in that trap mm -hmm. for good reasons, like you're saying, but also for bad reasons at times. I mean, even I have to catch myself, you know, times when I'm sitting there spending time with my wife where – I might be playing some stupid game that don't amount for anything in this life, 
while I'm trying to spend time with her, and I just pick up my phone and play that game and not even think twice about it. You know, I got to kill those kind of things in my life as well. Well, probably my biggest temptation, and y'all are speaking from a uh, bivocational minister perspective, or but speaking from a church member who may have a 40-hour-plus-a-week secular job perspective, one of my biggest temptations, especially because my job is very physically taxing at times, uh, a lot of times I get to just, you know, sit in the cab and just uh, watch the do breeze. that. Yeah, watch the breeze. But no, uh, many times my job is physically taxing. Uh, and especially on those days, one of my biggest temptations is to come in and just kind of veg out and lay on the recliner and watch TV until it's time to go to bed and do nothing uh, instead of taking that time to talk to my wife who is a stay-at-home mother who does not get adult interaction all day long to speak to her and also to take the time to disciple my child to help to raise her to do all these different things one of my biggest temptations absolutely is to just get home check out and relax until time for bed and then do it again the next day yeah, man, I think that's a temptation for all of us. There's just simply times where not only do you want to unplug from what's going on at work, but it's almost like, I mean, like you just said, you put it in the best possible term there, veg out. Um, you just want to think about nothing um, yeah. when really we don't have that luxury. If you want to call it that, we have responsibility here at home. And, and you know, I heard, I, I've heard many people say this, but I most recently heard former Auburn football coach Gene Chizik make the statement that you have to give your family your best, not the rest. Um, you know, you can't walk in and just give your family the fumes from the day. You have to give them the absolute best that you have because they're the ones that you love the most. They're the ones that you have the highest level of responsibility to. No doubt. And, you know, I think of it, I think naturally so often I think of stuff in the perspective of a pastor of some sort rather than just an individual. But I think the same can be say about it, said about any man, but no matter what we do in this life, our first priority has to be discipling and, and leading our families. Yeah. And then obviously we may have women that are listening and that doesn't mean it's not their priority either. They have the same priority of, of discipling and leading their families in a different capacity. You know, it's just talking about coming together beside one another, leading the family together. And, and so that role may look different between man and woman, but it's still a priority that has to happen first and foremost in our life. And I really think that's why when you look at the, the calling of a, a, a pastor, you see one of the big things that Paul addresses is, you know, not it's leading the family well and having been an example of that. And so. Um, well, it is our first and greatest mission in the world is to, especially as men, as leaders in our family, as complementarians as we are, is we know that we are leaders and that we are called to lead and disciple our um, family. And it is, as I said, our first and greatest mission. Yeah, And I think personally, I would say that balancing this, I know it's a difficult thing. And that's why we're talking about this, why we're talking about juggling the difficulties of this life and balancing everything well. But personally, I would say that doing this well can be one of the number one ways that we show the gospel in our life, mm -hmm. in our actions, yep. because 
you know, in the world we live around in the world we live in, uh, family dysfunction is a regular, mm -hmm. uh, husbands, you know, um, not spending time with the kids or not spending time with the wife or absent or being absent altogether. Yeah. That's common in the world we live in. And that's why I think it's so important as, as believers, as disciples of Christ, living these truths out is so mm -hmm. crucial in, in our lives. If it be a, a pastor or just a, a, just a believer in general, that this is so important that we, we balance these things well. And so, Kind of want to move the conversation towards that is I think we've just laid out the the truth of the matter is that it is hard. It's difficult. I don't think uh, I, I, I don't do it perfectly. I, I know I don't. I know that uh, I even take my own time and I'm selfish with it at times. So what are some ways that we as individuals can be working towards balancing our times? What are some things that we can apply or put into practice that will help or aid us? and making sure we are intentional in this area of our lives. I'd say scheduling it, you know. For me, uh, right now, my wife is beginning kind of a, a preschool um, time with our daughter. And part of me um, helping her in that is when I get in the evening, we eat, you know, we, we kind of talk during that time. But afterwards, I spend a little bit of time uh helping her in that with our daughter. Uh, we, we actually are going through a catechism right now, the new city catechism, which is kind of, I take a little bit of that responsibility of teaching our child that, you know, it's just kind of scheduling that time where you can disciple your family, where you can spend time with your wife and with your daughter and doing these things that, that matter. I know that for me, if I do not schedule the time, many times I will come in, eat, whatever it may be, and then, like I said before, veg out. But I do believe scheduling that time is very important. Yeah, and I was going to actually say, you know, pretty much the same thing, that just scheduling, calendaring well, communicating, um, those are all things that, that are just good practices to have and something that I really am, am currently really striving to do better with um, just getting to a point where it is secondhand nature for me to communicate with Allie first before I officially book or plan anything. Um, so until I communicate things to her, when someone asks me to come and help with something or do something or put something on my calendar, I give them a tentative yes but I do not make any type of commitment until I'm communicating that with her. Now I'm not perfect on that all the time. I'll be the first to say that, um, but I'm striving to get better at it, you know, because I am learning as I'm getting further in, into marriage and into ministry, um, yeah. how important that is. But also, I mean, that's showing her that I value her more as well by, by letting her know that I want to communicate these things to her not that I feel like I have to have her permission, but that I value her opinion in things. And, and therefore, I want to make sure that she's OK with me saying yes to this event or yes to this ministry opportunity, whatever it might be. Um, for me to, to know that my wife is on board with me doing it before I fully commit to doing it. And then another really simple thing that I've that I've begun practicing, um, I'm really kind of breaking that practice tonight since we're recording this podcast, but I do my best to try to go to bed when she goes to bed, get in the bed when she does, spend that time laying there next to her, 
um, as you know, as she's winding down for the night, um, talking to her if if you know that's what we need to do, and um, just just being there with her. Um, that's that's really important as well. Um, but beyond that, you know, simple things, helping get our daughter ready for bed at night, helping feed, helping cook, helping do whatever needs to be done. Just being present um, is something that I've really tried to practice. And if, if you had her on this podcast with us right now, she'd be looking at me going, eh, yeah, well, I don't know, um, <laughs> because I'm not, I'm not perfect at it. It's something that I'm striving to get better at. Um, but I think the first step to, to trying to get better at it is to recognize that that I'm not good at it yet or I'm not perfect at it, if that makes sense. Well, just to kind of add to y'all's, y'all's comments, I, I pretty much do the same things um, when it comes to my family life. You know, like me and me and Sarah, when it comes to the scheduling, we both have iPhones. And so we share our calendars. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like she, there's certain calendars I don't share with her, like my work calendar, because I put stuff on there, like sweep the floors and stuff that I have to do that day at work. And I don't want to bog her down with all that information, but mm-hmm. like personal calendar, church calendar, every time she adds something or I add something, it, we both get notifications of it and we accept it. Um, and it's really helpful with, uh, planning doctor's appointments right now with the pregnancy has been really helpful in that. Uh, the other thing we do is every Wednesday, which this Wednesday is a little different because we do have a doctor's appointment, but every Wednesday is like our, she gets off at lunchtime. So we have a lunch date every Wednesday and that's kind of, it's really turned into the day where we don't really do anything on Wednesdays other than go on our date, spend time together and then go to church on Wednesday nights because I don't have to teach on Wednesday nights right now. And so it's been a really good thing for us to schedule that specific day to spend time together. And that doesn't mean we may not go out on Friday or Saturday or go watch a movie or something if we have the funds for it. But we know that day is set that that's what we're going to do together. Uh, If it be something at the house or if it be at a restaurant, and that's the day we're going to spend together. And we we put that in our calendar so that something doesn't come up. So we, we don't you know, if we can avoid it, we don't have to do something differently. But I think, you know, in talking about this, we're, we're addressing more of the family side of it all. But how do you balance the ministry side of things when it comes to your scheduling? Because even like Jamie, um, you know, Jamie helps a lot at the church as a church member naturally, but also he teaches uh, every other week on Wednesday nights and he does a scriptural reading and explanation on Sunday mornings and Obviously, I pastor and, and Daniel Youth is a youth pastor. I mean, how do we how do we balance those opportunities? What do we what 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 do y'all? What's your advice in addressing issues in the, in your time in the church? Cause, well, I would I say mean, that, that for me, it's it's uh, I have two days a week that I'm in the office or or fully focused on ministry. That's Mondays and Wednesdays. Um, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays, I, I work my secular job. But on those two days, I try to give as close to 100% as possible towards ministry needs, whether it be planning, whether it be visiting, whether it be phone calls or meetings or whatever it might be. I try to plan as much as possible on those two days. And because it's only two days a week um, that I have to do that, I have to be very efficient with my time. And so I do try to, especially like, 
like before I go to bed tonight, I'm going to go ahead and look at my calendar for for tomorrow and set up a to-do list of things that I've got to get done tomorrow, people I've got to communicate with, any type of, of event that I need to work on, phone calls I need to make, whatever it might be, I, I'm, I'm going to do all that before I go to bed tonight so that when I get up tomorrow and get going, I can make the absolute most of my time that I have in my day on Wednesday to focus on ministry. Now, there on the days that I do work my secular job, the good thing about that job is that I'm off by 3 p.m., which means there's still some day left um, that I can still make phone calls or, or plan or do whatever I might need to do in that afternoon. So I am able to do some ministry work on those days, but Monday and Wednesday are the two major days of the week that I am fully focused, of course, besides mm -hmm. Sunday. So I just try to make the absolute most of my time, like we've already mentioned, in scheduling and, and just you know, really making sure that I am utilizing that time as wisely as possible for the purpose of accomplishing as much as I possibly can on that day. And on my end, I'll kind of give you uh, some understanding of what I do at Lighthouse Community Church is James has been gracious, gracious enough to allow me to do the uh, announcements as well as uh, <laughs> my least, my least favorite thing. <laughs> I know, man. I just give opportunities away. As well as um, he does allow me to read a scripture and do a little exposition of that as we do a call to worship moment in the beginning of our worship. As well as also have a, like he said earlier, every other week Bible study that I do on Wednesday night. And so I try to prioritize the the different responsibilities that I have. Uh, for example, on Monday or not on Monday, on Sundays with the uh, announcements as well as the scripture reading, I try to Friday or Saturday the day before try to pick out a scripture that will uh, go along with his sermon that I. Uh, that I believe that he's going to preach that Sunday because he doesn't really give me a preview, but I know the scriptures he's going to be preaching. Uh, so I kind of look for a verse that will go along with that and take a probably an hour or so to uh, exegete that, look over it, the different words, different meanings, and try to come up with something that will give a five-minute exegesis to the people on Sunday morning as well as the Sunday when I get there, I get there about 30 minutes early and I get the announcements and try to decide how I'm going to um, give those to the people. Uh, so that's that's kind of how my Sunday morning routine goes. As well as Wednesday night, I try to take Monday and Tuesday night when I get home to uh, study what we are going to be teaching, when I'm going to be teaching on Wednesday night, if that's my week to teach and get that material together and get ready to teach on Wednesday so that when it comes time that I can come in, uh, get our group together, get everything uh, set up how I need it to be set up and teach it in a way that will uh, bring the most understanding and the most glory to God in that hour that we have on Wednesday night to teach. So I kind of you know prioritize those on different I would say that I probably split my week in half to be able to prioritize those. I'll be the first one to admit that I do an absolutely horrible job of managing my time because dude, you be you are not the only one who would admit that I am terrible. No, at I mean well. I'm just saying because like um, I have the joy of I work at a post office. I work six days a week, 
which when you say that, it sounds like a lot, but when you follow up by saying you get home by lunchtime every day, it's not as bad as it sounds. And so I get home at like 12, 15 every day. So in all reality, if I did what I needed to be doing efficiently, then I could have all my church work and school work done by the time Sarah got home and then have plenty of time with her and doing things around the house. But in all reality, I do a horrible job with that. And so, but some things that I try to do is that each day I do a little bit of sermon prep. If it's reading through the scripture I'm preaching on Sunday, or if it's uh, arcing it out or underlining or doing those small details on it, uh, each day I do that. And uh, I also deal with whatever schoolwork I have to do that week. And I generally do a lot of reading for school and preaching and things of like that each day. And then, and so for myself, I'll be. I'll just admit that I just don't do a great job at it because of the balancing act that that goes on with it, and that's kind of why we're having this conversation. You know, the one thing I will say I do well is scheduling. I, I schedule pretty well. It's just sometimes I don't follow that schedule like I really should, and that's the biggest issue for me. Yeah, I don't think any of us on here would would be willing to say that we've got all of this figured out and what we're discussing here. I think we all have areas that we need to work on and. You know, really and truly, that's why these these different discussions and, and this this particular discussion today is almost a little bit convicting. Um, yeah, because of the almost. simple fact that going, hey, this is what this is what I know I need to do. Like we have the tools and the head knowledge to know what needs to be done in order to be a good father and a good husband and a good minister and a good coworker or whatever it might be. <laughs> but that doesn't necessarily mean that we always implement the things that we know. Um, it's a big difference between having head knowledge and having discipline. Oh, yeah. No doubt. And, you know, one thing that we're adding this month to our podcast format is this idea of a challenge on each episode. Uh, and you're going to see that on the next episode that we're going to release on the first episode of the Spiritual Disciplines. We leave you with a challenge of Bible intake and really want to do the same thing with this episode. And I haven't spoke to Daniel nor Jamie on what this challenge is going to be, but I'm going to throw it out there for us anyway. And so this on this isn't only a challenge for the listeners, but this is a challenge that we're going to uh, embark on ourselves. And what I have for us is in this next month, before we get on here again and talk about whatever ministry topic we talk about on the third Monday of the month, is take out a piece of paper or find a document online that you can print off that lays out a week's schedule an hour a day. And take out and block out your time each day and of what you know you're going to do. And then try to find a time of scheduling, you know, your Bible study time and your family time and uh, the things that you know you have to do each day. Block those out and then kind of see how much free time you have left out. Um, I actually had to do this and I'll redo it, but I had to do this for a, a, a class I took in New Orleans that I went to campus for a, a conference and it became a class as well. And I had to do this for this class. And the guy made the point, uh, the guy presenting it, he made the point of, you know, in all reality, we spent like so much time on social media and on things of that nature that we don't even realize we're wasting all of that time in our day. And so my challenge, if if you guys are cool with it, is that what we are going to commit to doing and we're calling the listeners to do is find a piece of paper or a document 
that shows an hour. It breaks down each day by the hour and block that out. Block out the time you spend sleeping, the time you know you got to work that day, the things that you know you have to do first and foremost, and then schedule the rest of the time. And not to be legalistic or anything of that with your time, but to kind of show you where your free time lies to kind of be intentional in planning out the rest of your time. Uh, you know, I your think, iPhone, your iPhone calendar actually has that exact setup on the daily planner. When you go into the daily calendar, it, it works just the same way. So just for our listeners, maybe yeah, do it on there. If you can't, if you if you are wondering where where to go to find something like that, if you have an iPhone, Jamie, you can speak to the Android group, but that's probably like one person. Um, but we could you can use that as a resource as well because um, that works good too. I've, I've actually used my iPhone calendar a lot. And the good thing is it syncs up with my MacBook, so I can see on you know yeah. my iPad, iPhone, MacBook, whatever it might be. Uh, and then, like you said, Allie has a calendar that's linked to my calendar, too, so she can see the things that I have going on as well. And I have to defend my Android. Uh, yeah, yes, we do have a calendar. People, and yes, sorry, we I'll do have that same function. So, <laughs> Okay, that's good. There you go. There you go, Android people. You have that same function, too. And, and you may not want to share that daily breakdown with your spouse because they may not want to know – that 15 minutes you're going to eat a bologna sandwich or something uh, for your lunch, but you know, break it down and, and kind of lay it out there. And I, I really do think that would be a good thing for you to do. I think you'll, you'll recognize the time that you have that you're kind of skipping over. And if not, you know, if nothing else, it'll, it'll kind of help you plan out your day. And then one other thing I want to recommend, and if you're listening to this, you're probably already like a, a podcast type person because I mean, come on, you're listening to a podcast, but, um, you know, I think about somebody like Jamie or even Daniel, you know, his day job is driving a truck all day. I don't know how much he can use headphones and stuff, but I know like Jamie, you know, as he said earlier, he drives an hour each day to work and an hour back from work. Right. And so take time in those, those, those times where you're stuck in a vehicle or stuck doing, you know, miscellaneous things that you can listen to maybe the even listening to the Bible being read to you or yep. listen to a podcast or a sermon or, or something that's going to edify you. Um, audio books is a fantastic thing. I know uh, my first semester I took systematic theology. I had, I bought two of the audio books because I, they had me reading like three books a, a week and it was like a hundred pages. And the one thing I realized was I had the time in between driving from work to home that I could be listening to this and then taking some of it in. So, you know, find some ways, uh, unique ways of taking advantage of the time you do have that may save you 20 minutes that you can be spending with your family or, or something of the nature. Uh, that's the challenge for you and some advice. Um, guys, I, I actually don't have a plug of the week this time, so I can't make fun of Jamie this time. <laughs> I, I just can't do it. Daniel, you got anything for us? Uh, to be completely honest, I don't either, man. What? Come on, guys. So you're putting it all on me. What That's you it, got dude. for us? It's all I, actually do have, I actually do have something. It is not related whatsoever to what we've talked about. Of course. That's okay. Not. That's the beautiful thing about the plug of the week. But as long as you got something, because me and Daniel ain't got nothing. Well, look. I discovered this today. Okay, so if if it's not good, 
it's not my fault. I'll just put it like that because I haven't really explored it that much yet. It's his plug, but if it's bad, it's but not I will his say fault. it came from a good source, so I'm trusting it. Um, it is World Magazine. If you like daily uh, news, not really daily, but a periodical news source, this is actually a bi-weekly, so every two weeks they send out a magazine that is kind of a um, overview of the news that is going on at the moment, international and international, but is from a Christian worldview. So this, this actually does have a Christian worldview understanding. Uh, it's called World News or World Magazine. And if you actually they have a uh, offer, if you go to, let me look it up so I don't tell you the wrong website. Man, this is the longest plug of the week ever. Ever. Listen, <laughs> listen. Getworldnews.org. You get three months for free. For uh, free. If you, if you would like to try that out. That's what I'm actually doing right now. Like I said, I heard about it today. So I'm actually going to try out the three-month membership for free. You don't have to put any put in any uh, credit card information, debit card, whatever. You don't have to put any, in any financial information. So try that out. It's a good resource for current events from a Christian worldview. Sweet. Well, Jamie has the singular plug of the week. And because of that... Dude, I'm like the only one here who even... Like, you know, cares about daily news. Man, I listen to Ben Shapiro. Shapiro. And I listen to The Briefing. That's all I can do with my life. I got I ain't got time. Daniel, for, what do you think I ain't got Shapiro? time. I ain't got time for this. This is what we're talking about right now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I get a lot of my news from Rick and Bubba in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, but most of the time I, I do I, I listen to the briefing with Al Moeller and uh, hey, Rick and Bubba do a, a good job. Sometimes they're a little skewed. Sometimes uh, they are a little, a little too right winged. Not that I'm by any means a Democrat there, but they do sometimes, they do sometimes go a little too far to the right. in some of the, some of the things that they talk about, um, they give biased news at times, not all the time, but most of the time they give biased news. So I don't only get my news from them um, because I do want to be able to look at things from a little bit more of an unbiased opinion. Um, but I listen to them a lot. And then I also listen to Al Mohler as well as uh, in, from my perspective, I, I look at the, um, um, Oh man, I'm blanking right now. What's the Baptist newspaper that they put out uh, weekly? Baptist Press. To the Alabama Baptist? Yes, the Alabama Baptist newspaper that comes out weekly. I look at that as well, and that helps keep up with some different things going on, at least in the Southern Baptist Church and in the the Baptist Church in Alabama. Baptist Press is a good one to look into as well. Hey, and while we're talking about news, uh, there's actually a podcast that I will throw out there while we're on that subject. Uh, It's called The World and Everything in It. I know that's that's kind of a strange title for a podcast. Yes, but it's actually a 30-minute or so, uh, five-day-a-week daily podcast. So if you would like to check that out, it gives you a little overview of what's going on in the world. But guys, I, I've really enjoyed this conversation, and as we said earlier, we we don't we we do not practice this perfectly by any stretch of the imagination, um, and that's why we wanted we wanted to address things like this because we want you to know and understand that we're trying to to manage 
these things of life as well as the listeners are. And so don't forget the challenge. Block out your time on a, a piece of paper or on your iPhone or Android phone and um, block out your time. See what time where you're spending most of your time. Spend the, See the time that you have free and that way you can kind of plan out things a little better. But guys, uh, we want to encourage you to like and share this Facebook page and just really want to encourage you to be a good steward of the time in which God gives you and provides for you each and every day. This has been the Everyday Ministry Podcast, a podcast where everyday ministers get together to discuss ministry. If you're encouraged by what you hear, please go like our Facebook page, share the episodes, and rate the podcast on iTunes. Don't forget that a new episode drops every first and third Mondays. Our prayer is that these episodes are an encouragement to you and that you would be faithful in the ministry that God has placed you in. Hit him.